This program is sponsored by Wicked Chronic in Natick, Massachusetts. Located on 185 Worcester Street, right on Route 9, they can be reached at 508-545-8105 or at wickedchronicvendorcommerce.com. Wicked Chronic is a boutique-style retail shop that focuses on selling counterculture products such as Wiccan cannabis cultures coming together in a unique setting. You need something for that special spell? Go on down to Wicked Chronic in Natick, Massachusetts and speak to Beverly. Tell them Dr. Chris sent you. Check them out today. In the shadows you can hear the sounds The rumble of a hundred hounds Cries of the banshee, terror the way to go You also can't see if they just know where to go It's the creature You are listening to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast, a podcast dedicated to all the monsters, mythology, ghosts, and goblins that appear on the TV series Supernatural, which airs on the CW. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Mel Heflin, his co-host. And tonight's episode, we will be covering Folsom Prison Blues and talking about prison hauntings and prison spirits. And Mel Heflin has the episode synopsis for us. I believe it was episode um, 19 of season 2. And the synopsis is, when an old prison block is reopened in the Green River County Detention Center after 30 years, a fiend is released, killing the inmates. Three months later, Dean and Sam are arrested during a heist to be sent to the haunted prison to help Deacon, a former friend of their father. While FBI agent Victor Henriksen presses Dean, the public defender... Mara Daniels believes the brothers are not guilty of most of the inconsistent charges against them and ultimately helps the Winchester brothers in the end. Um, Sam and Dean in the prison only happens, I think, one time in the entire show. I mean, they go to prison a couple times. They get arrested, let's just say, a couple times. But they only do, like, the one prison episode, just like they only ever do, like, the one psych ward episode, which is pretty much early in the show's run. Um... What interesting prison hauntings do you have uh, that you were able to dig up, Mel? Well, um, there's a bunch in my area, but I was just looking for the some of the most well-known ones. What, and what, okay. one of the most well-known okay. ones I've actually been to, not inside, but I could see it from afar, Alcatraz. Well, why don't you go, I was just about to say... Why don't you go into the ones that you have uh, near you, and let's completely skip Alcatraz because everyone is aware of Alcatraz being haunted. Fair enough. Okay, that one we're just not going to cover because it's pretty much well known. But why don't you go into the ones that are near you? You live in Maryland or Virginia? Yes. Okay. Maryland. Maryland. Okay, why don't you go over some of the prisons that are in Maryland for anyone who happens to be in Maryland? I used to actually live in Montgomery (laughs) County, Maryland. I I don't think that Maryland has prisons. <laughs> it doesn't? N- not that I have seen. I know that there are plenty in Virginia. Maryland um, has to have a prison. Every state has a prison. It probably does, but they don't lock people out here for anything. <laughs> in Virginia, it's it's really tough to find specific places that I actually did try. But the problem with Virginia is it's so freaking old that they'll have these incredible historic buildings that were 
once a boys boarding school turned into a prison and then turned into a psych ward and then, you know, they used it for so many things. You don't know what's what. Have you heard of Eastern State? Uh, yes, uh, in Pennsylvania. So many of these prisons actually are open to ghost tours and, you know, you can rent them out and stuff. This is one where I don't know if it's rentable, but I have seen lots of photos from the inside of, you know, people love doing fine art nudes in architectural place, places like this. And I just, I don't know. Mel, if it's a, hold on a second. Are you, is your headset really close to your mic? Um, yeah, it sounds a little better on my end, but I can still barely hear it. I don't know if it's being picked up or not. Okay, we'll just uh, continue. Um, did you see the newest Insidious movie earlier this year? The last I movie? have not seen the last one or two. Okay. Uh, the last two films have been prequels to the first two films. So okay. three, um, there's, there's part three. And then there's part four. Part four is a direct sequel to part three, just probably like a year, year maybe a year later, um, where we learn the origin of uh, our main character, played by uh, Lynn Shay, where we find out about like that that her father used to work in a prison, and he was the way he was because of like some hauntings at the prison. Uh, they lived in a house below the prison. Hmm. Um. So, some prison haunting in that movie. Prisons are a constant haunting uh, ground for horror movies, uh, many a times. Uh, we're not going to reference psychiatric wards too much because that's kind of its own thing. Um, psychiatric hospitals, I think we've actually already covered psychiatric hospitals, I believe. Um, I think, right? Did I, I think we sort of did, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what you brought up, that they used um, certain <laughs> sexual... Uh, masturbation, uh, BDSM pleasuring things, uh, which we would use in our everyday relationships with our significant others to today. To keep women from hysteria. Yes, were used in torture devices back then. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, we won't be covering psychiatric wards as we already did that in a previous episode. You can check it out on the RadioHorror.com website. Um, AmericanHauntings.com seems to be a really great site filled with... Uh, all sorts of different hauntings uh, regarding uh, anything in particular that you can find out about a haunting. Um, we have an abandoned prison up here in New Hampshire, um, but I couldn't find the name of it uh, to uh, pin it down exactly what it was. Those buggers are tough to find sometimes. They have like the most obvious, not obvious names at all true like eastern state penitentiary um could be anywhere in the country but it's in philadelphia of all places now sam and dean are sent to little rock arkansas for prison is there any hauntings about little rock arkansas um let me see let's see if i can find it Is there even a prison in Little Rock, Arkansas? Um, there's a lot of urban legends. There's talk of uh, Folsom Blues. Um, there's a Negro Boys School Industrial 
school fire of 1959. What's funny is that there is a prison once called Sam. Uh, or sorry, um, there's a spirit uh, who died in a prison. Uh, sorry, there's a girl who died in a prison. Um, and her spirit haunts it, and her name is Sammy Dean. It's um, funny that there's a. I I I'm actually kind of shocked that they have not put the ghost of Sammy Dean on the show Supernatural for Sam and Dean to fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not seeing uh, specifically a uh, a prison haunted in Arkansas. All of the people from Arkansas listening in are going to be like, what the hell, guys? There's a, a lot of supposed haunted cemeteries. Although, I would have to say, of all places to be haunted, I really wouldn't expect a cemetery. No, I mean, that's too far. That's too on the nose. And Sam and Dean don't necessarily go to cemeteries to deal with a the haunting. They would just, I mean. I just don't think ghosts would follow the body. No, it, it doesn't make for a great, like, uh, haunted cemetery. Just I always thought that sounded really redundant, considering it's just like, well, yeah, right. I guess so. Everything in the cemetery is dead, so why wouldn't it be filled with spirits? <laughs> I mean... This isn't my town. <laughs> yeah, this is not, uh, this is, uh, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, Ohio has, uh, many a prisons, uh, Ohio State Penitentiary and Ohio State Reformatory. Um, Ohio State Reformatory was made famous in the film The Shawshank Redemption. Yes. I actually have, uh, some supposed hauntings, uh, a list of people that, you know, have claims at the Shawshank prison. Okay. Ohio State Reformatory. Um, Helen Glatt. In 1949, Helen Glatke, the wife of Arthur Glatke, um, the prison superintendent, died unexpectedly. As Helen reached up to her closet shelf to retrieve her jewelry box, a handgun fell and discharged, striking Helen's left lung. Two days later, she died of complications from the injury. And ghost hunters have smelled the scent of roses, her distinctive perfume, have seen her walking to the bathroom, because ghosts use the bathroom, obviously. Others have reported smelling the fumes of cigars he habitually smoked. When Helen and Arthur passed, he died of a heart attack. Nearly a decade later, they left their sons orphaned. Molly Cabrera, the Ohio State Reformatory's program coordinator, says, We believe Helen and Arthur are attached to this building because they raised their family here. The guards um, keep guarding. There's sightings of the uh, the men who used to guard the prison. Frank Hanger, one of the prison guards, was murdered by a d- disgruntled inmate in the 40s, and he can still be found there. There's reports of ghosts that have been seen hanging. There's two inmates who went into solitary confinement, but only one came out. The other was found dead, stuffed under the bed. And they say that you can... The hole is one of the most haunted spots in the whole prison. If you walk in, you experience nausea and discomfort, as well as pneumonia-like cold spots. Um, And the feeling of being watched, sometimes breathing down your neck. 
The Boy in the Basement. There's a particular disturbing tale of a boy only 14 being beaten to death. And there's reports of a malicious presence in the basement. And some people seem to claim that the figure runs away in fear of a small child. Suicidal spirits, graveyard ghouls, all kinds of stuff. Uh, People claim to have seen ghosts on fire. Hmm. Apparently there was a fire there in the east cell block. The, uh, and it just, the list goes on. The aforementioned Eastern State Penitentiary um, had been around uh, for 142 years uh, and was visited by several people who claimed that they saw something there. Uh, one of the most notable people is author, Sir, uh, sorry, author uh, Charles Dickens. Uh, said that it was the worst prison, the worst prison on earth, and he believes that he was uh, visited by a presence there. Supposedly, Al Capone um, killed uh, several other inmates while he he was uh, incarcerated there, and oh. that their ghosts are haunted there by, um, you know, what Al Capone did to them. If you go to ghostcitytours.com, uh, Charleston. Uh, Let's see, Charleston, uh, uh, one of the prisons I was most familiar with that had a uh, severe case of hauntings was the Missouri State Penitentiary, uh, known as the Walls. It was constructed in the early 1830s to serve newly admitted states of Missouri uh, inmates, and the earliest prisoners were uh, made the bricks that the first walls were built from. Uh, the initial prison population consisted of one guard, one warden, and 15 prisoners, and a foreman for the brick-making operation with an assistant. Eleven of the 15 prisoners were from late St. Saint Lu- Louis, and all were incarcerated, incarcerated for larceny, except for one, who was imprisoned for stabbing a man during a drunken brawl. Needless to say, the prison grew many times over the years until it closed down in 2004. During its operation, it saw many famous prisoners, including Charles Prettyboy Floyd, James Earl Ray, Bobby Greenland, Greenlease, Carl Austin Hall, and Bonnie Heavey. These are basically all like notorious gangsters back in their days. Uh, they were executed in the prison. In 1954, there was a major riot at the penitentiary. Um, when it was all over, four inmates had been killed, 28, 29 had been injured, and there had been one attempted suicide. Uh, it probably comes as no surprise that since its closure, the penitentiary has become a hot spot for paranormal activity. Staff members and visitors have reported dozens of eerie encounters with lingering spirits, which have been seen, heard, and encountered firsthand, but none that anybody could really report about. During the riot you were talking about, the prison snitch was murdered. He was bludgeoned to death with a sledgehammer and used to open a hole in the wall and used with a sledgehammer used to open a hole in the wall to the cell. The strange figure has been photographed standing in the cell, supposedly, in cell block 48. Um, Missouri State Penitentiary is known as the bloodiest 47 acres in America. So the prison I was talking about in New Hampshire is the Portsmouth, New Hampshire prison. Um, huh. It's actually a former naval prison. Of course. Beyond that, there's not a lot of information just saying that it's haunted, but there's nobody saying by what spirit and and who. Um, They just believe that it is haunted. 
if you go to NewHampshireMagazine.com, there's a uh, listing of all the haunted, the supposedly haunted places in New Hampshire that you could visit. I happen to live right below New Hampshire, and I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many places, uh, you know, of these things. I'm sure they offer a lot of ghost tours. Yeah, if but when I had you really energy touring, or time. When you go on these ghost tours, okay, and this is, I'm sorry, if you feel like you're, ta- I'm being, I'm taking a swipe at you if you go on ghost tours or you happen to be uh, the head of a ghost tour or if you're a volunteer for a ghost tour or you're married to a guy from, you know, to a man or a woman who is part of a ghost tour or run a ghost tour or whatever. I'm sorry, but I am taking a swipe because what the hell are you seeing? This is like going whale watching. So if the first tour I don't see a ghost, do I get the second tour for free? Because that's what happens when you whale watch. I can tell you've never been on a ghost tour. (laughs) I have no, I have been on a ghost tour, and I was bored out of my skull. Really? Just talking about the history of the places, or were people actually looking for ghosts? I don't know. It was so boring. I went to this one where they were like, it was all about the sound, like. Okay, so I was at this convention. Uh, I use that term loosely. It was more like a flea market for horror fans. It was very cool, but not a convention, really. Uh, more, like, again, like a flea market for horror fans. And gotcha. there was these ghost people there playing sounds of ghosts. So all we're listening to is this. Right there, dead air. And then we start hearing... Mm-hmm. Oh, well, so right here you can hear the ghost is banging. And I'm like, I had to raise my hand and go, I got a question. What's this to make us believe that that's not you off camera with a mic going? But they said it was ghost sounds. Right. (laughs) I don't know who's more the fool. The people that are coming up with this insane... uh, insanity or the people paying the people buying it oh my god it's like ghost sounds really like the number one thing you could possibly fake i've been on a couple really cool ghost tours any one was in I, new orleans were any of them in which, prisons no um i actually i did work for a little while on a pilot for what was going to be a ghost tv show um, and it was called Forensically Paranormal. We actually used paranormal evidence and, you know, we we used to ask the spirits where to search for forensic proof. And it kind of made me feel like the whole thing wasn't BS. Because there there were definitely times where we pulled forensic evidence based on something a spirit box told us. It was it was really crazy. Um, bad things, you know, ended up happening with the show. the The main lady was crazy or whatever. And uh, but we were getting ready to actually go. I believe it was Eastern State Pen that we were that was going to be opened up to us, and it was going to be our third place to investigate. But the the lady went crazy. I didn't get to go to Tombstone, Arizona. That sucked. I just, uh, I, um, the naval prison that's in New Hampshire, I've had, like, more than one opportunity to be able to go up there. There's also a, um, a old, um, military base in Maine that has its own prison. 
um, which I don't know much about, but I know that the only way to access it is through this old storm tunnel. Um, so you might need to get like a rubber raft in order to get through it because the whole thing is like flooded with water. It's probably disgustingly dirty water. But in order to get to this little pr- this little former military base, you have to go through the storm drain, probably on a raft, unless you want to walk through the uh, dirty, rusty water. And they have their oh own, uh, they have their own uh, you know military uh, prison barracks. So it was uh, like a brig. Yeah, like a brig. Spooky. Have we mentioned West Virginia State Penitentiary yet? Uh, I don't think so. About a thousand people died at the West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville. Built in 1863, the prison's operations, during prison operations, there were 36 homicides, 86 hangings, and many, many more electrocutions and suicides. In total, recorded... 998 people died on the grounds. Now, I have heard of electric chairs being haunted, but it's like, um, is the object being haunted, or is it, you know, got some type of, are you seeing, like, something in the electric chair sometimes? I, I, don't, I don't really know. Yeah, what, what would a ghost do to an electric chair to haunt it? I don't know. This is just stuff that I've been told by people that I have to roll my No, I believe over. you. <laughs> I'm just... I'm wondering from these people, and if anybody out there listening would love to post in our group and let us know what you think a ghost would be doing haunting an electric chair, feel free to chime in. I'm going to say that's pretty much it for haunted prisons. Um, There are probably, there's a book out there that I recommend picking up called Haunted by Atrocity, Civil War Prisons in American Memory. Uh, It's basically a guide to hauntings of prisons. Um, and then there's also uh, a children's book called Haunted Prisons and Asylums, if you can believe that. Oh my gosh. If you just type in Haunted Prisons and then go to the shopping center area on Google, you will find dozens of hundreds of books written about haunted prisons. Um, as um, fiction, excuse me, fiction and nonfiction. That's pretty much it here for the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast. Don't forget you can find us on our Facebook group page, Supernatural Creatures and Lore. Or you can come talk to us. Yes. <laughs> or you can tweet at us at, at SPN Creatures and Lore. And don't forget, we also have a Patreon, which you can go to at Radio of Horror. When we come back, as we are recording this, actually a couple months in advance, Mel Heflin will no longer be pregnant, and she will be a mother. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, it's out. <laughs> um, so when this episode airs, which will be in August, we will come back in September to. Uh, record new episodes. I don't quite know what the creatures in question will be, but Mel will no longer be pregnant and be a mother. So And hopefully uh, I'll have some quiet time to record. <laughs> congratulations on becoming a mother in the future, Mel. Hey, thanks, and good luck, future me. Yes, good luck, future <laughs> Mel. Um, don't uh, eat the baby when it comes out. You know, dogs do that. It's just um, so tempting. It's just so tempting. As soon as it comes out, you're just like... Ah, ravenous! Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Your husband walks back in. Where's the baby? Ah! <laughs> we kid, because hopefully that never happened. Otherwise, if it did, we wouldn't be making fun of it. So there you go. For Obviously. anyone who wants to leave a shitty comment about that. Um, Good luck, future me. <laughs> you don't hear about too many reports about the mother, the human mother, eating the baby, do we? We don't, do we? Okay, because. I really hope not. That's okay. not something that I would seriously expect. But okay. you never know. This is 2018. But uh, until it happens, we can make fun of it, right? Right. <laughs> okay, so. 
Until somebody's offended. Until someone's offended. No, who's going to be offended by that? It never happened as far as I'm aware, right? I don't, I've never heard that happening before. Wow, this is getting into some really dark, dark territory. <laughs> Thank you, Mel Heflin, for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. Everyone, have a good night. Good night, everybody. In the shadows you can hear the sounds The rumble of all hundred hounds Cries of the banshee, terror of the wind go You also can't see if they just know where to go It's the creature Whoa. It's the creature